Hey, everybody, welcome to another special edition episode of Puck Off. We only have a few left in the series. I am your host, Chris Nozick, joined, as always, by my co-host, Andrew Johnson. Today, we discuss the Edmonton Connor McDavid Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid. And they, they are the Edmonton friends. <laughs> they are the Edmonton Leon and Connor and friends group. Yes, it's the variety show. So after this, we're only going to have five teams left. Just Holy to shit. put this out there. We got the, the, the Golden Knights, Toronto, Devils, Hurricane, and Boston. Yep. Holy shit. I'd say Edmonton finished uh, really close to the top last year, but the 22-point uh, gap between Boston and Carolina really kind of puts a torque in that. They I think that's kind of why I was really surprised when you said, oh, well, the Edmonton Oilers are next. I'm like, they finished in sixth. They finished in sixth with 109 points. They were behind Vegas and Ta- uh, Toronto with 111, so two points mm-hmm. there, three points behind the Devils with 112, and four points behind the Carolina Hurricane with 113. Boston had 135, so they lapped them, but mm-hmm. that's okay. They lapped fucking everybody. Right. The Oilers, the Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl crew, bringing in Connor Brown on a prove-it deal, already has them skating with Connor McDavid. Old line mates, it's a thing. How's your uh, knee, bud? <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. Let's. We'll, this is how we're going to know. Put him with, with the guy he's comfortable with and, and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, going down the middle, you're going to go McDavid dry sidle mcleod uh and what lane Pedersen probably yeah i mean Derek ryan is another one as well yeah i i think he's better kicked over to the wing mm-hmm. um but that that's kind of it um there is a lot of there is a lot of flotsam and jetsam here but but man those like the top three or four I'd say the top five, McDavid, Drysaddle, Hyman, Kane, Nugent, Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have, and then and then you have a defense which we'll, we'll get to in a minute. But we, let's let's kind of focus on the Fords first. Well, so here's the thing: we mentioned a couple episodes ago about um, was it Dallas? No, it was the Kings being top heavy. Mm. I would make the case that the Oilers are the most top heavy team in the entire league. Once you and get you out know, of the top five. You know five, what? You'd be right. And I'm an idiot. I, I, when we were talking about them, I'm like, oh, they're so top heavy. I can't think of another top team that's top heavy. And then you're like, you kind of looked, looked at me and was like, really? Not one. <laughs> Once you get outside the top five, you have who, what, how did you get here? How much do you make? And, and security. <laughs> right. And the, the, the people pulling Mike Babcock out of the coaching office. So beyond that, there's not very much. While he's screaming, give me your phone, give me your phone, give me your phone. Too soon? Too soon. No. Too soon. Uh, After the top five, the scale kind of doesn't exist. However, the top five that they have, um, if you add up Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid's points, you're going to outscore some teams. So, so good. Enough said. You're gonna two be, of the top three players in the world. You're gonna be arguably the top two. Cal McCarr. 
I mm, Kale McCarr or Leon Dreisaitl is much closer than I think you think it is. Oh, no, it's close. It's real close. I still take Kale McCarr. Okay. So you go McDavid, McCarr, Dreisaitl. Absolutely. Okay. There's okay. Hey, there's no shame in having two of the top three players in the entire world. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. If you want to do it that way. They also yep. have arguably one of the most overpaid defensemen in Darnell Nurse. However, oh, if you don't look at his power. <laughs> huh? I said, oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, if you don't look at his salary, you look at what he actually does, what he brings to the team. Like, he's not that bad of a player. He just earns more than he should. Mm-hmm. So he's a, he's a legitimate top four defenseman. Yeah. So is he Matthias just, he's Ekholm just paid and... like a number one. <laughs> right. Well, they have their number one now in Matthias Ekholm. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> They have Matias at home for their for the entire season now. They look like a very different team once he joined their power play. And they already have a goddamn good power play. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Evan Bouchard looks like he can take a step forward. The question is, will he? I, I think he does. I think it's hard not to with these guys around him. Evan Bouchard is a stud. I really like him. I really like Evan Bouchard. He is a firm top four guy. Absolutely at 23. Cody CC's not that bad. He's a fourth guy. Yeah. He's so not that top- bad because now he's playing in his station. Right. Your your top four are Nurse Ekholm, Bouchard, and CC. I would say um Bouchard probably with Nurse and Ekholm with Cece is, okay. is is a good spread of it on yeah. the left versus right. And then your bottom pairing is Vincent DeArnais with Brett Kulak. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. Not fantastic, but not bad. It's affordable right. considering the fact that you have to pay Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl and you're overpaying Darnell Nurse. And uh, really the biggest question Why mark. Why do you still- think they overpaid Darnell Nurse? Why I've, I've always wondered this to keep him around because they did the bridge deal with him mm-hmm. and he outperformed the bridge deal. Mm-hmm. And by that point they didn't have anybody else and he could get more than what they were offering him on the open market. They overplayed their hand on a bridge deal. Yeah. To be fair, a lot of, a, a lot of who they didn't have anybody else has to do with the fact that Oscar Kleifbaum was an absolute machine for them swedish defenseman left side 26 years old and just wrecked his shoulder beyond all repair like a really really sad story but i think i think that that's that you nailed it they had to overpay nurse because they they had they had a guy like clef and then clef just his career was over by 26 it's a sad story I, I will also say this about Nurse, too. He's overpaid right now. He's got a few more years on this contract, and in about two years, this contract is going to mm-hmm. be right about where he's at. He'll be league, he'll be market value in two years when the mark when the market or the salary cap goes up basically by eight million dollars. Mm-hmm. In the next three seasons, the salary cap will go up one Darnell Nurse contract. He's no longer overpaid. Yeah, he's, it, at, it he's just, at market. It is what it is. So 
it sucks now, but honestly, so does their goaltending. And that's the part that they need to focus on. I like Skinner. I like Skinner. I don't hate Skinner. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why they like him as much as they do, but if they like Skinner, why did they sign Campbell? They like Skinner, but Campbell, like they, Campbell was supposed to be their big fish. That that was, that, that was supposed to be the one that was going to solve the problem for Ken Holland, which yeah, they, yeah. they needed. They, it was a problem that needed solving, but they didn't know that they had the, they had a potential solution. He's not the solution yet, but they had a better solution right in the minor leagues. Ken Holland bit on one good year of Jack Campbell in Toronto. And I don't know what he was looking at, but I think everybody who was actually watching him looked at, at that and said, don't sign him, don't sign him, don't sign him. And oh, then fuck, he, you signed him. <laughs> yeah, you, you did the thing we told you not to do. You put the, you put the penny in the light socket. God damn it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and now you're stuck with the contract. Now, yep. is Stuart Skinner the guy? That's my question. Is he the guy or is he a guy? I think he's a guy, but I think he's more. But I think that if like, if we're if if you're putting a gun to my head and you're telling me Campbell or Skinner, it's Skinner all day. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Campbell. And I think Skinner, I think Skinner is a viable starter in the league. I don't think he's a star. He made an All Star team, which is like, which is like he was yeah, second well, in Calder voting last year. Yeah, weird, huh? <laughs> I he had a good topic. season. He had a good season. Off topic, but here's yeah. a question for you: Given that information, that he finished second in the Calder voting, do you legitimately give Devin Levi a chance this year at the trophy? Again, depends how much he plays. <laughs> um, if he gonna, in, is, is Buffalo going to ease him in, or is Buffalo or if, it, it if, all depends on trading camp, <laughs> right? But if, if he jumps in, he takes the job by the balls and he just runs through everybody, and he plays That's the way he hard. did in his in his sample size of last year. Right, plays well. The team is lightning in front of him, and he helps push them into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Then you have Bedard, Fentilli, Cooley, all those other guys. Do you look at the fact that he helped push this Buffalo team into the playoffs in his favor for the Calder? Honestly, it's going to have to take something like a, like a, I don't know if you're a baseball fan, but um, from about 20 years ago, it's going to have to take something like a Dontrell Willis situation where he just takes over the, where he just, where he just takes over the league and like, the, I remember his, that. Yeah. And his personality just sort of supersedes everything else. Dontrell Willis, Dontrell Willis for that season was absolutely electric, but it was also his personality that allowed him to be marketed by Major League Baseball. Yeah. Devin Levi in the small, small sample size of his personality that we've seen of him is a fucking weird dude. And I love him. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he if he needs he, to have a Pedro Martinez 1999 season. Right. He's got to have, he, he has got to not only take the job by the balls, but he has got to, he has got to just be an absolute, just horse. Like he's got to be 
everything. He's got to be everything for them. And that includes a marketable, like a marketable face, a marketable personality to be over a Connor Bedard. He needs to do all those things as much as Jordan Bennington wants and likes to be hated. Man, you want to talk about that face heel dynamic. Holy shit. There you go. Uh, So (laughs) anyway, I digress over the, over the, uh, the Edmonton Oilers here. Where do you have the Oilers or the uh, the McDavid's over here finishing the McDavid family? The McDavid family. <laughs> um. So let's see here. Hang on a I I look at the team while you're looking at your your stuff over there. I look yeah, at them. My, I I research. Want, I want to put them lower. I really do because I don't like what they have in goal. Their defense is questionable and their depth beyond the top five is so not there. However, for the last, the entire Connor McDavid era, if you will, mm-hmm. they're still right there. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl are enough to put you in the top four in your division, period. Mm-hmm. Now, when you add in some of the other pieces that they have, Ekholm for another year, Skinner mm-hmm. with some confidence, mm-hmm. and Campbell as a number two, if they play him yeah, that way, that's not what. Well, that's not. That's not a. That's not if a they, merit. <laughs> if, no, no. I'm saying if you move him to the number two and you play Skinner as the one, I like it a lot better. Well, Skinner played 50 games last year, so I he know, ended up I, being the number I, one out <laughs> of necessity. But yes. Um, <laughs> It, it, but if, if if that's enough, they should put him as the one. They they need to say it doesn't matter what your contract is; he's the number one. If they do that, they've proven they can finish one or two in the division. High is two, low is fourth, and I think both are realistic. I have them in between that. Yeah, I have them third. third. I am third. Yeah, third in the Pacific, which. If my standings hold, brother, we got a battle of Alberta series. Okay. <laughs> Calgary versus Edmonton. See, when I look at Edmonton, I go way better than the Ducks, better than the Sharks, better than the Canucks. Mm-hmm. The, the Flames have a high ceiling, Yes. But I don't see anything on that Flames team that will specifically slow down both Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. It's that it's that coaching change. I think it's going to bear a lot of fruit. I have to be honest. I, I, I look at the Oilers and I go, I think they hold true. Mm-hmm. If, I anything, don't like- if, if anything, they could win the division. They could. They could. I mean... How many points did Connor McDavid have last year? Off the top of your head. 154. Jesus Christ. Let's see. Let's see how close you are. And the answer is 153. Very good. Damn it. <laughs> I almost said 153 too. I was like, no, I think I shortchanged him one there. 64 goals, 89 assists. That is dumb and stupid, and I hate... That is dumb, and it's stupid, and it's not real. That's a video game. 
NHL 97. Here we come. That's NHL 97. Yeah. That's Mario Lemieux. And that's Mario Lemieux. That's Yamir Yager. That's. That's Jeez. before the butterfly. Yeah. That's, that's stand up. That's stand up goaltender numbers. <laughs> oh, I, uh, they were two points behind the Vegas Golden Knights last year for the division title. Mm-hmm. One game away from it. Yeah. I think they surpass them this year. I'm going to give them the division title because you, I think help. I think the, I think the full year of Matias at home is massive for them. The full year of Matias at home is going to bear fruit. The question is the goaltending and it's the depth. It's the top heavy, the, how far the top heavy can take them and how far the depth, just how much the depth can do. Tell, what tell they, me what they contribute. Tell me Connor McDavid can't do 153 points again. Oh, we can. Sure we can. Sure we can. Tell me how many. Here's the real question. How many did Dreisaitl have last year? Uh, My turn to guess. I think he had like 114. So now I have to pull it up? Yes. I didn't have the the thing ready. Leon Dreisaitl. Last season. What was your guess? 113 at 128. Damn it. <laughs> I can't even get mad <laughs> in 80 games. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I can't not give it to him. Mm-hmm. What's worse just... is McDavid is 26 years old. You and uh, Lokwal are simpatico uh, because he has Edmonton number one on his power rankings. I don't have him number one in the league. Mm-hmm. I, I can't give him that much. Yeah. Nor should you. And I said that to him. <laughs> and, and I will say this because they are very parallel. The, the same arguments. This is why I have to give him the division because there's another team coming up that I'm going to say is a division winner as well. And I have all the same questions about them. The mm-hmm. difference is, is the high-end talent on Edmonton is significantly better. Yeah. It's the top I, heaviness. It's like, how far is the top heavy going to take them? And like, and honestly, like all 32 teams have questions. Like, it's not like every, it's not like we're going to get to the number one team in this. And we're like, perfect. No notes done. Do you want to <laughs> know the other team? Should I give that away? Not yet. No, 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 no. Gotta leave him one and more, buddy. <laughs> it's only in a couple episodes, so if you know you, you get this one, it's a little late. Power through. It'll be there. It's coming. It's coming. It's it's in the hopper. Oh well, it, not yet, but we're getting there. Shh, shh. They don't. The, my my point being though is is I can't say this other team is going to win the division with all the same questions. Mm-hmm. And turn around and not give the division to Edmonton with all of the same questions and better forward group. Mm-hmm. I still, I just, I just, I think, I think the bottom six needs a little more. I think, I think the middle four defense needs a little more. CC's fine. You know, Evan Bouchard is, I really like Evan Bouchard and Matthias Ekholm. They're top three defensemen. I really like Darnell Nurse is overpaid. He's still a good defenseman. <laughs> I want him to get one more. I think if yeah. they have a little bit more oomph and yeah. they can do something and replace Campbell. Yeah. Campbell. If you tell me they finished second in the division. I'm not going to bat an eye. I'll, I'll put it that way. 
I have them finishing first. I just I can't I can't see how they didn't get one game better while the Golden Knights stayed the same. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Sure. And if that's the case, then they're tied and Edmonton would have the tiebreaker far and away. I mean, we'll get to Vegas, but Vegas is next. So stay tuned and press play after this. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, man. It's so close, but it's tough. This is the, the, this is when, this is when the team previews get really tough because you get into, you get into the cup favorites. Like Mike, we, 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 we just talked about one of my cup favorites in Dallas. Like, One of the other things I will say too, though, is I believe the mm. cup hangover will be a little bit real for Vegas. A little more than most considering Vegas. <laughs> and it was a one game swing. So not only do I think Edmonton made up the game, I think Vegas is going to drop a game or two just because I don't know. They're tired. <laughs> is that the word we're going to use? Yeah, that's the, that's the word we're going to use. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's the word we're using to describe Tampa Bay, isn't it? <laughs> They're tired. <laughs> They're tired. No, Tampa Bay's tired. Vegas might be at the, the you know the, the cup hangover might be very real if you follow me. <laughs> <laughs> might be very hanging. Yes. <laughs> With a lot of over. Yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh Vegas, I also have some concerns we'll talk about uh when it comes to some injuries there as well. So by the way, real quick before we before we uh, before we almost sign off, I don't know if you have a plan to do that. Um, Connor McDavid, one hundred fifty three points last year. Yep. Do you think he repeats that? I think he comes goddamn close. If he does, he could hit a thousand career points at age twenty seven. Yeah, I I I can see him getting. He's upwards. at eight fifty right now. I can see him getting upwards of 140. What a mutant. <laughs> Remember when, um, do you draw the comparison with him to Connor Bedard? Like, do you see Connor Bedard having some of that in him? I think they're different players. I know that's a little bit of a hot take. I think they're different players. I oh, think... we're going to get to an episode where we do yeah. hot takes. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, but I think they're I I think they're different. I think they're different players. I think um I don't see as much of the raw physical gifts in Connor Bedard. But and I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this and everybody in the comments do not at me on here when I make this comparison because I'm not saying that he's going to be this player. I see I I'm saying I see the similarities in their game. With Connor Bedard, I see a lot of Gretzky because it's more IQ than physical attributes. I know where you're going to be, so I'm putting the puck there. Yeah. Okay. That, <laughs> that kind of game. Exactly. Exactly. Now, if you take that clip and say Andrew just said that Connor Bedard is going to be Wayne Gretzky, you That's can puck I'm off. Saying. And oh, fuck, you signed him. Yeah, you you did the thing we told you not to do. You put the you put the penny in the light socket. God damn it! Like... 
Andrew just said that Connor Bedard is going to be Wayne Gretzky. <laughs>